The Comedy Store would like you to know that the views and opinions expressed on this podcast are strictly those of the speakers or authors and do not necessarily reflect or represent the views and opinions held by the Comedy Store and its affiliates. Are we starting? In theory, yeah. You do, you do, you do, you be you. We're punk rock, so. You do you. Our, our intros are generally about three to five minutes in. Mine too. And it's like, oh wait, are we? Yeah, this is our talk. You're like, oh yeah, we're going. Um, yeah, guys, this is the Comedy Store podcast. I think you figured that out by the fact that we were talking and didn't tell you what it was. Um, but they know what's going on, and they clicked on it. Yes, they clicked on. They did click on it and start listening. It's a, a bait clip, comedy store, and they're like, oh, yep. oh. We have to trick them with trick like a 17 crazy uh, death stories, and then they click on it, and then our podcast starts. They're like, what? Hey, guys, what's up? But at that point, they're already hooked. We're just yeah. hanging out. We are, and we have uh, the amazing Tom Papa. This is very yeah. exciting. That makes you sound like a magician. I, mean, I guess you're right. I do have a headshot floating out, floating around out there that I, I was like leaning into the camera, and I had a suit and tie on, and it... My glare, I, my gaze—it looks like a magician. <laughs> it looks so bad, it's and it's the—it's—it's it's probably ten years ago. Oh, okay. And it follows me every for some reason <laughs> everywhere I go. Everywhere That's what look. they pick off oh. the internet to to make a poster out of. Just me. I would like. I see. I'm like, well, I would never go see that guy. <laughs> America disagrees. I would not go see that, that guy. America's like, whoa! Look at that. He, <laughs> Yeah, he might be a magician. There might be comedy and tricks. There might be tricks. He's going to be juggling. Illusions. Sure. He's definitely going to juggle. Uh, your, lap, your special that's on, is it Epic? It's on uh, Hulu and Amazon and Epics Epics and iTunes. Yeah, Amazon is where you also have a show on, correct? Uh, I have a show that I wrote for. Yeah, right. You wrote. Yeah, I haven't seen. I don't know how to get to Amazon. Yeah, Amazon. I I I like to go on outlets that are very difficult to find. (laughs) They're not difficult to find. I'm just lazy. It depends on what you're into. Like the people that have Epics love Epics, but they're those are different from the Hulu people. And the Hulu people look at Amazon like, oh, I thought that's where I got my toothpaste from. I don't even know how to get to Hulu either. I'm terrible. Isn't it I funny? Have Netflix? Do you do ne- do you do all that? I like do Netflix? all of them. Oh, you do yeah. good. Well, you have kids. I have kids. They hook you up. I don't watch that much myself, frankly. But uh, yeah, the kids, I just you know, Cause they, they just complain. Netflix. They're like, we don't have, we don't, we can't get thing. that, we can't get Black Mirror. All right, no, we can't get Stranger Things. All right. Dad, we can't see the, the things on Hulu. Black all right. Mirror. So just get all. I heard about How that. old are your kids? Fourteen and eleven. Nice. Damn, they're yeah. already smarter than me. I tried to watch Black Mirror. I have no idea what was going on. Really? I love it. Yeah, people do. I haven't watched it. It's yet. good. It's uh, it's like a Twilight Zone kind of thing. Yeah, and that like each episode doesn't. You don't have to see the one before it necessarily. No, totally like the old school uh, Twilight Zone. Yeah, so they're okay. all freestanding, but a little you know modern twist to it. There's some really good ones. Yes, I came into an episode my wife was watching about 10 minutes in. I was just like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> yeah. And then instead of being like, hey, could you explain it to me? Because I didn't want her to think I'm dumber than yeah. I clearly am. I just was like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I love this episode. You already got her. How long have yeah. you been married? Uh, almost four years. Oh, nice. Yeah. He's in a yeah. newborn world. Right now. Oh, yeah? Yeah. How old? Seven months. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my God. 
That's Memory. so far into the past. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's how I feel. God. Yeah, because you're 11 and 14. That's mm, tweeny teens. That's, that's yeah. a tough one, too. I mean, that's tougher. No, that's tougher. That's a lot easier. That's so much tougher. You get more attitude from... Yeah. So what? No, I attitude. Agree. It's much easier than you want to. You want to talk shit. You want to give the attitude. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna lose. You want to right. You want to try and lie. I mean, come. Uh, I'm. I'm, I'm, I'm. Yeah. I'm right there. I enjoy it. I enjoy watching you try. It's all good. <laughs> but that age when they when you don't know what they're saying and you have Can't no and they're out. so yeah. needy. They're, they're yeah. just so exhausted all the time. Yeah, my, my wife works, so I'm like stay-at-home dad, oh and I'm God. I don't think I'm good at it at all. <laughs> and then you come out at night and do stand-up. Yeah, that is such a long. When now at this point, don't you look at comedians like Bobby Lee or someone like that? And you're like, he just woke up. Yeah, it's he, nine o'clock at night. He talks about waking up at like four or five in the afternoon. And I'm like, God, I've been we, up for days at yeah. that point. Your comedy should be graded on a curve. I've, yeah. You should say that every time you get up there. Oh. I've been up since just, five. Just, yeah. <laughs> true, true. I feel like my comedy is dependent on my level of rage. Yeah. So in a lot of ways, I've, it's almost Makes like sense. I've been given extra credit. Because I just am immediately angry. The crowd could be great. I'm immediately just like, fuck this crowd. <laughs> it God does feed you. God bless parent comedians. Now you're too. totally single? I'm totally single and I'm kids. Nice. Yeah. I, I dated a guy for five years that had kids. So oh, I kind of, and I'm still in their lives, but right for five years still, when they were little, they were seven and eleven. Seven and eleven. Favorite restaurant. Yeah, that's good. So, but they were they were a good age. That was a good age. Yeah, Wait, they were nice seven age. and eleven. Isn't that crazy? That's so crazy because they're adults and cool. And yeah. no, and no, like now they're uh, twenty twenty one and twenty five. Oh yeah. wow! Yeah, but Max was yeah. he was like twenty five always. He was Pretty like much. the quiet. I mean, the older kid was yeah. like an old man, a little old man. Like his soul was so, he would not, like at kids' parties, we would go to school stuff and he'd be with the adults, especially the right. comics. He loved. Yeah. Oh, yeah. His dad was a comic. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. So it was like just hang out in the comedy world. Oh, that's great. That's what I like. I, I kept saying when the, mine was like seven months old, I'm like, she's beautiful. She's great. I can't wait till I can sit in a diner with her yeah. and just have there a lunch go. and talk for a while. Yeah, that'll be sweet. Yeah, it is sweet. That sounds way better. It'll come. Two girls. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Oh, so you're surrounded. Yeah. <laughs> and I just had, uh, and my uh, my sister-in-law just came down with her two daughters. Oh, nice. So there was literally six women that's in the house exactly. and me. Yeah. And it's God tough. Bless you. Yeah. It really is. In the, like when they're little, you kind of like, oh, it's not a big deal. So I'm the only guy. And at this point, sometimes it's so overwhelming the estrogen is just like, wow, I really don't belong here. <laughs> but it's kind of... Uh, it's... I'm getting stressed out just thinking about it. Because yeah. <laughs> my, my mother-in-law and sister-in-law and niece are all coming to visit from uh, Israel oh, in wow. like two weeks. And I, I'm going to be overwhelmed, I think. Yeah, but you'll be able to just walk out for a little while. There'll be some relief for you. I yeah, hope so. I keep thinking they're, they're just going to like give me... The, the niece is one. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna have the one year old and the seven month old, and I'm, I'm no, assuming yeah. they're just gonna go shopping, and I'm gonna no. be. It's gonna be exhausting. Yeah, I, but I. Yeah, you know, they definitely do that. But the one thing I've I've learned to pick up is uh, more masculine habits, and you see why these classic masculine pursuits uh, have stood the test of time because it really makes all of the women go away. 
which is like smoking cigars. Oh, okay. Or opening up strong scotch, the smell oh. of strong scotch. These are repellent. So you push them away. Every girl. I like that. I, yeah, I just walk around with a cigar hanging out. You're gross. And they run away. Oh, that's And they just genius. sit in the backyard and like they're not going to come. They're Man. just seeing them close the windows and so the sliding doors. And like, you're the worst. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the best. Yeah. I'm by myself. Yeah. I'm already, in my mind's already running like, just start having blow and mud wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it takes. I'm, I'm going to go as no, far as possible. A seven, seven month old will love mud wrestling. Yeah. God, that's true. <laughs> You're like, God, she's good. Yeah, yeah she's a future. She'll definitely <laughs> embrace it. Set her up on the wrong path. How long have you been doing stand up? Uh, 24 years. Wow. Actually, yeah, 24 years. Oh, I thought you were going to have a birthday. No, I was just thinking uh, uh, it'll be 24 years in June. And you started in New York on the East Coast, right? Yeah, in New York. Yeah, that was uh, the best. When did you get here at the store? Because I, I was always a fan, and then all of a sudden I was like, oh, shit, there's a comic book. I just started like two years ago, I think. It's only been two years, Yeah, right? maybe two Adam, years ago. Adam brought you in. Adam brought me in. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, only he made a... Yeah. It was one of the things where I remember like looking at the lineups, and like I'd see new names, and I'd be like, Oh, so and so's performing here now, and then I'd always give Adam shit. I'm I'm the asshole who'll go in if I see Adam watching someone. Yeah, and I'll sit next to him, Sorry. and then uh, when they tell their jokes, I'll explain to him what the joke is, <laughs> and he'll be like, "Would you please shut the fuck up?" <laughs> but I went in when the first time I saw you on the lineup, I sat there, and I, and you're very funny, and so I was watching, and then Adam was like, "I don't think I've ever seen you not." try and ruin someone's set before. <laughs> I was great. like, well, I like Tom. He's funny. He was like, oh, okay. He, he just like, give me that look like, I don't trust I'm you even more now. It's hilarious. Yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah, it could have worked the opposite he way. He made the mistake of being a manager here first. So we all know him in a different light. Uh, and then he became yeah, he, he, was, lost, he was so my we friend before he was the talent coordinator. Right. So now it's like, if he... Like, he's brought in a lot of guys who are, like, good comics. Yeah. Sure. But, like, when he passes a comic who's, like, an up-and-coming comic or whatever, and you just, yeah. it's just immediately like, well, that was the worst decision <laughs> you've ever made. It's like, what great. am I supposed to do? <laughs> Come on, man. I'm giving him a shot. Job. I'm like, you're bringing in star power. We don't need to bring in new up-and-coming comics. <laughs> let them yeah, start elsewhere. Stop yeah, let them go to a coffee shop. Something. No, but it was, uh, it was really cool because it was... It was one of those places that, you know, all clubs kind of have these growth spurts and personality oh, yeah. changes. And, uh, you know, I was going to the other clubs a lot. And uh, I would come here every once in a while and it would be just too weird. Like, it would just be a little off-putting. It was, like, uncomfortable to hang out. It was just, it wasn't... Uh, like in the there's a lack of professionalism or... oh, yeah. here for a long time where it's like, what what's going on exactly? Yeah, and there was, like, the... It was just, you know, it just had a darker mood. Oh, sure. And uh, and when he asked me to come this time, which I think was about two years ago. Yeah. Uh, it, it just was different. It was like, oh, yeah. now I'm running into people I know. And there's some people like it's, it's it just lighter. the vibe was different. And and now it is uh, by far my favorite place to work. It's definitely got a, a facelift. If you will. It, yeah, it's like a professional being... club now, as opposed to yeah, like, yeah, you know, just the dark drug den, right? Speakeasy. <laughs> yeah, that's what it felt and like. That, that's that's kind of how it was. It yeah. was like th there is one room open usually, and then just like 
30 dark rooms filled with really? debauchery. Really? That's they would, how they would just like one show a night kind of thing? Yeah, for like for the, the longest yeah. time. It was the main room, I don't even know why it existed. Wow. Well, so, that's so crazy. Because yeah. now it's almost so it's busy, it's annoying. Always. Well, that's what like, I always tell I came it, yeah. in last night and I was like, I just want to work on this new stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't want to come in and have like Sebastian throwing fastballs and right. Steve Byrne throwing fastballs. And then you get up there and kind of stumble around. Because so, then you have to. So I, I, I saw Adam, I'm like. It was a nice because it was rainy last night. It was right. Well, it's even busy coming up, coming up sunset. There was nothing going on. There was no cars. I'm like, oh, this will be perfect. I'm like, is it mellow in there? Yeah, yeah, it's mellow. I don't know what he was talking about. I walked <laughs> in after Eliza, and the place was packed. I couldn't even sit down before my set. God damn when it! it rained, yeah. Have people here because the hotels they don't want to go anywhere. Uh, so just empty. Oh, well, let's go see what that place is. Gotcha. I would look forward to it raining when I made tables here. Right. And then I'd be like, oh shit. Our roof is broke, so I have to put a bucket in between, you know, in the yeah. middle of the table because it was leaking on people. Yeah. I'd be like, look, we're not used to being open. So. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> this isn't for your ears. This is for the water coming through the That's hotel. so great. Yeah, when I was younger, I would, I rarely got spots here, but I right. would hang out and party. Oh yeah, and so I thought it was great. One of the yeah, and now yeah, like I, I'm, I don't party at all anymore. Right, and it's always packed. Yeah, and like half the time now, I'm just like. God, I just want there to be somewhere I can hang out and not have to see people. Yeah, I know. It's you have like, to like squirrel in the back. This is actually the most quiet it's been. Yeah. Like right now in this room. Go in the basement. <laughs> this is yeah. Our, this is our brings us back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so how many years have you guys been around? I've been here too long. I started in 93 as a waitress. Uh-huh. Waited tables here for 12 years. Left and came back as a comic. Ah. Uh, Stand-up comedian. Nice. Sad. No. <laughs> Why is that sad? <laughs> yes, the same thing. Ninety three. The wrong decisions. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds all right to me. Rooms. Sounds. Pro- oh, okay. Yeah, waiting Secret tables received <laughs> for four comics. Yeah, let's sleep with the comics. No, no. How many comics did you? Just one. Just well, one. One. One was a door guy, but he never got passed, so we don't call him a comic. Right. Yeah. That's. Yeah. yeah. The other one was. Oh, really? Andrew? Sleep with a comic. Yeah. Why not not Raise That must have been a fun time. <laughs> well, he, he was the one that had the kids. Right. Ah, uh, okay. So, and he was always here, so we were always right. out. Right. I mean, yep. Rick's like a brother. Like, we all just... Right. He was here during the dead years. Yeah. yeah. His career was in the toilet, pretty much. Right. And so he was here every night trying to... We were filming. Oh, that's when you met up with him? Like, in, when yeah. he was, had a bit of a lull? A little bit of a lull, and he was going through a divorce. And oh, just you time. snuck in there. Snuck right Sweet in. guy, nice guy. <laughs> nice guy, nice. Me he was a nice guy. No, he's a great guy. Is he a sweet guy? He's one of my best friends. I, is he? And he's still like one it, of my closest yeah. friends. It was very shocking to me because I, I had been on tour with Pauly, and right. it was the worst experience ever <laughs> of anyone's life, not just mine, of anyone's How long? life. How long a tour? Um, I, I went with them for like. A year and a half, uh-huh. different things. Like yeah. we come back here, but sure. weekends and in uh, a couple times where we went to multiple cities. Right. But it was always the worst experience ever. <laughs> and then, uh, then Andrew, Sebastian was his opener. Oh, okay. And he was, I can't remember what it was. He was like had an audition or a callback for a pilot or that TV show Joey, uh-huh. the Friends oh, spinoff. Sebastian. Oh yeah. yeah. Yes, yes. So Sebastian had to cancel because he was. Had some sort of a career a advancement shot. going, yeah. Big shot. And uh, so Dice asked me if I wanted to go, and I went for a couple weeks with Dice, and it was like the nicest experience ever. <laughs> really? I was so shocked. Like, how did this? 
this has been happening this whole time. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like all friendly and like a good dad and like yeah. this good person. <laughs> and then he goes on stage and does his thing and you're like, wow. That, yeah. yeah, he's, he's good. It can right make me go, man, maybe I should... <laughs> Maybe I should not be me on stage. Uh, yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> he seems a lot more successful. Yeah. Than... This guy's one no. of actor. Yeah. yeah. I remember one time I was, uh, I, I said the same thing out loud. I was with Colin Quinn, and I said, oh, and it was when uh, Larry the Cable Guy was really huge, like it had exploded, and I was like, wow, yeah, I mean, if people don't really like you as you, just make a new you. Yeah. That sounds like pretty good. Yeah. And I, and I, this is always like a bad thing of like having like a real moment in front of Colin because he just reads you and rips you apart. And I was just like, <laughs> yeah, but you know, it'd be weird for my fans to be to be like, what's he doing now? Really? You have that many fans? <laughs> <laughs> no one knows what you're doing. <laughs> no oh, one knows who you are. You could be anything. <laughs> I love when they rip to shreds. Like Colin's one of those guys because I've heard you on Opie yeah. video, and they just attack. Everyone just attacks one another. Uh, yeah. Compl- yeah. That's such beautiful. And there's some of them are so good at it. Oh yeah. I mean, and Norton and when Patrice was Norton, around yeah, and and Patrice. Anthony, it was just like, yeah, those guys are really mean and really <laughs> accurate. That's what makes them so good. They're so yeah, and Colin, they're not even lying. God damn. Yeah, it. it's like, oh, I knew I shouldn't have put this shirt on when I came out. I knew the just cuffs were a little too important. short. Yeah, yeah, it's brutal. It's like going to school. <laughs> Yeah. And, but Colin does it at like a different level. Like Colin is like into I've your psyche. Yeah. Like he completely will take your personality out. He knows exactly what's bothering you. And he doesn't do it to like, he won't cut you down like like the other guys like and just leave you. He'll just let you know that he knows exactly <laughs> what your insecurity is. You're like, oh, you're brutal. Yeah. You can't say anything without those guys just revealing. But that's what makes them such great comedians exactly. also. They, they have no... Uh, no boundaries and always commenting totally in the moment on you the situation and themselves yeah and I take themselves down too so it's not as yeah just revealing like look how I'm pontificating right now about how comedians are in this you know what I mean like they're always like on top of it and you kind of like you forget that sometimes when you're just talking and stuff it's like no it's it's kind of our job to is, was Colin one of the guys in your class, like when you started? No, no, he was. He was. He was a, yeah. Oh he, yeah, because ninety three. Yeah. yeah I was watching him on remote control. Colin's oh. really old. I I, uh, I started in ninety three, and um, I went to the New York Comedy Club. It was my first uh, oh, wow. open mic, and uh, when I walked in, uh, the only other comic waiting to go on was Greg Giraldo, oh. just sitting there, like yeah, sweating, yeah. so nervous. Yeah, yeah totally like a little bunny and i was like hey what's up why are you so nervous what's up with this comedy stuff <laughs> yeah I didn't, I didn't think it was gonna, I was gonna be nervous and so i became my class was like geraldo uh gaffigan um myself uh and the people who were like right ahead of us were like david tell and kevin brennan and nice. louis and that whole crop of people. Yeah. And at the same time, that was when, like, Sarah and, yeah, and, and yeah. all that, uh, Mark Marin, all those people, those were, they were, like, if they were juniors, I was a freshman, Got like, it. when I came in. That's awesome. And, yeah. That's yeah, a good crew. Yeah. <laughs> Geraldo and Geraldo and Gaffigan, we used to do, like, little shows at this place called Del Soma's. It was, like, this little Italian restaurant, like, right in the theater district 
and you'd go downstairs, like a really nice Italian restaurant. Then you'd go downstairs, and it was like this shimmery, like silver uh, curtain on this little stage, and like I guess some cabaret acts would go in there and do stuff from time to time, and we would just go down there and do these shows, and yeah, it was pretty great. Like, no, they were, they were just like it was kind of, yeah, they were kind of slowing up upstairs and then we'd go down and, and do these shows and, and, uh, what yeah, kind of crowds are you getting for the show like that? Friends. It was like bringer shows, right, but right. Our, our own bringer shows, you know, right. I mean? we were kind of creating it. And then I, before the bringer, did you have to bark yeah. and all that? They no, that? no, we would just try and get an audience. I don't even remember putting it in that much work at that time for that stuff. You know what I mean? It just kind of, uh, I was started hosting at uh, New York at Stand Up New York. Oh, okay. Really quickly, uh, the I guy there, place. yeah, and he put me on stage to start hosting shows, and that that's I that quickly got me like regular spots at clubs. So I didn't spend a lot of time doing a lot of open mics and stuff. Oh wow! Because I jumped really quickly. You're that funny. And Gaffigan was weird and quiet, and he was doing like. This little character, like, you know how he does that little voice, yeah. you know, they, what, what was he talking about? Oh, yeah. That thing. He was doing that, like, he hadn't worked it out yet. It was just emerging, yeah. so it was really weird. The strange, if people were just like, what is going on? Yeah. And I was, and I was like, I just have to kill and try and make all these people love me. And I was just going really fast. So I started moving through the clubs quickly. And he just stuck to it, stuck to it, and perfected it. And now he's, you know, he's gigantic. Yeah, it, it really is. It really is a true example of believing in yourself and what you're doing. Mm-hmm. He wasn't wavering. He had no idea where he was going, but he just stuck to it. He knew it was, like yeah. Sebastian. And he knew that it kind of, yeah, similar yeah. thing. Sebastian, it just, no one liked him. Yeah. The, beginning. They were like, what is he doing? the week I had today. <laughs> yeah, so I saw, I just saw someone show me an old tape, like, you want to see Sebastian bombing? I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> And it's like basically the same thing, but it's just he, he hadn't quite on. figured it out yet. Yeah. It just came off like this super pretentious dude. And you're like, funny. Look at this asshole. interesting to see Gaffigan early on with that. Yeah. Like to see that. Just weird. And, yeah. and, uh, and he just stuck to it. And then it just kind of like all started to gel and it becomes like this really unique thing. It's like, yeah. I'm sure, like people like that, like Maria Bamford, I'm sure was bombing for years, oh, yeah. right? I'm Love sure. Her. Had to. And then so funny though. Yeah, and so brilliant, yeah. so funny. <laughs> so it's but anyway, that, that was kind of our thing. And and Geraldo was like somewhere in the middle. You know, he was just running 100 miles an hour. Yeah. And so smart and so smart, so, so great. Quick. Yeah. So quick on his feet. So yeah, that was my uh, that was my That's starting a class. Crew to yeah. Run around the city with. Yeah, okay, and trying. Yeah. You were always just like straight guy, Tech, just a no yeah. gay shit. Jokes. Oh, it was a very little gay stuff. Yeah, there was uh, no in the beginning. I was uh, I I'd started for like a year or two, and then the girl I was with, her father died, and I left because I I stopped doing stand up because I felt like I had to. You know, you got to mourn. I had to take care of her and make money and yeah. do the right thing. And so I put it down for a, a, a year or two, maybe two. And Geraldo wow. would call me like, what are you doing? Why aren't you coming back? And I was like, I don't know. I'm just trying to work and trying to get some money. Do you have like a regular job? What were you doing? Yeah, I was doing advertising. Oh, okay. In a small ad agency. Oh. I gained 30 pounds. No. I was really heavy. <laughs> My hair was really long. Yes. Really long and curly. 
and I was uh, smoking weed every night. Yes. Drinking beer every night, playing uh, playing so, so you, hockey with my friends. So you went for the comedian lifestyle. You just weren't doing comedy. I wasn't too right. I was just depressed. You got a you got a straight job and yeah. then just went with that comedy lifestyle. Right, exactly. But still had to get up early. Yeah. Brutal. It was brutal. And I remember I remember literally laying on my sister's bed and saying, Am I even funny anymore? Am I even? I just was like with regular people doing. I yeah. was just like, what? It'll drive you crazy being around regular people it, doing it, regular it, stuff. Yeah, and this was only doing stand up like you know a little bit, and already I knew. Yeah, that's where I belong. So you like Those were your in. people. Yeah, yeah. It's tough. One, like once you're around comedians and like people who think very differently than normal people, it's right. it's draining. Like that's how it's I always hard. felt. It's like being around normal people. I'm just like, God, I, I, I can't be me. If you are you, you're offending yeah. people, and they just think you're a lunatic or something. Yeah, sort. I was just with my with the people that were in my house just over this week, and my sister in law is very sweet, love her to death, but very like takes everything serious, and you, and I'm just like blurting stuff out, and she's like, oh no, <laughs> and my wife's like, he's only this is just how he talks, he's just kidding, and, he's not really a monster, yeah, right? Exactly, it's, it's just an act. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, I'm. Uh, talking about the straight guy. So when I, so then when I came back, there are tapes of me. Like if you want to see Papa bombing, there's some, <laughs> there's me in like tight jeans, heavy, tight jeans, tucked in, yes. uh, the hair, and I was going, I would go a hundred miles an hour because I was scared, and I didn't want them to, I didn't want to hear, I would never like wait for the laugh because I'd, just I was get through just it. scared, yeah, and I would lunge, I would kind of lean. Like with my knee out, like my bent knee and like a straight leg behind it. And I would kind of lunge and like talk like that. And like, it was so bizarre. <laughs> I have some really great, great old tapes. Was that where and uh, I remember Geraldo taking me. Dane stole that. <laughs> yeah, stole, the stole my ass. The frat guy. <laughs> was that was Papa of the frat guy. Oh, it was, that's what it felt like. And I remember Geraldo taking me and I froze one night on stage. I, I was in the middle of my act and I froze and I couldn't remember what the next joke was. Just one of those moments, you know, and I came back. I went out front of the stand up New York and I was like, whoa, that was weird. That never happened before. And Geraldo came out and he's like, you know, you write really good stuff. I don't I don't think you need all that other. I don't know if you need to lunge or, or yell. I don't think you need to do that. I was like, really? You don't think? So and then it's kind of slowly got me. Yeah, the, the ship Brought was back to you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a very strange yeah. thing. Aggressive <laughs> alpha papa is not necessarily... Alpha papa. I don't feel like that's who you are. Yeah, it's so weird. That's you awesome. Be, yeah. But don't you feel like there's different yous? Like, you know, people oh, sure. meet you in different times. Like, I, just, oh, yeah. I was just at Rogan and I didn't have my glasses on. He's like, whoa, you going for a new look? And I'm like... I've only been wearing these glasses for like two years. Like I never had glasses in my life, and but but, but all the people I met since that, yeah. they're like, no, that's, that's you, Pop on the glasses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Yeah, I was I uh I used to wear a backwards hat always, right? And when I stopped wearing it, people were like, Freaked "What's out. up with you, man? <laughs> What's what are you going through? Something like I I just decided I'd stop wearing hats. Like <laughs> I I, always thought, I figured you were bald. Were you going through something. Yeah, yeah. that was the Why thing. Dirty hat and people, yeah. And I always had 
the same shitty hair I have now, but it was just like all you'd see is just like the Dukes of Hazard flip out of the side. That's a good look. I know exactly what yeah. you're describing. And so then people would be like, oh, yeah, I assumed you were balding in the front. I'm like, no, I just I'm so lazy. I literally haven't brushed my hair in four years. So being a guy that carried that look around for a while, yeah. What do you think's going? What do you think's going through Judah Friedlander's head at this point? <laughs> wow. I mean, that's a. T- I've only known Judah as the world champ hat wearing yeah. dude. Been many years. Is he yeah. Change it? No, but it's uh, what I'm asking. Do you oh. think there's days where he's like, oh. I gotta wear it. I, I want to leave it home. It, he probably does. I, I I was so self conscious about it at a certain point because anytime I didn't wear it, which would be like ten times a year. Yeah. Everyone at the comedy store because this was like the only place where I ever performed. Then yeah, everyone would be like, "Whoa, what's up? What's up?" <laughs> and I I had a pretty serious drinking problem too, so yeah. I'd be like six beers in, I'd be like, "What the fuck you think? What's up? What do you mean?" <laughs> Just very confrontational. Do you uh, ever bring it back? I almost never wear a hat now. No. Yeah, I mean, I, I will occasionally, like if it's just one of those days where I don't have time yeah. to get prepared that, or whatever. That but... got you that Cheetos commercial. Yeah. Was well, it was the it was that sweet mustache oh, that yeah, I grew. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. took me four months, but it, it eventually grew in. Nice. And uh, and it looked super creepy, <laughs> but I started booking commercials always uh, as like the creepy loser. That's great. And I met my wife while I had a mustache. <laughs> that's um, perfect. Yeah. That's what you went for. And the moment I shaved it, she was like. Oh, thank God. And it was like eight months into a relationship. I'm like, oh, you didn't like it? She was like, it looks fucking terrible. Wow, that's love. Yeah. She looked beyond that's that. true love. Yeah. yeah holy I cow. I lucked out. I don't know what, what she was it? thinking. Did you have an alter ego when you were younger? Uh, no, I was just... Pretty I consistent? I was pretty consistent. Yeah. I think I've been a mess since I was born. I have nine brothers You rolled with them. Oh, wow. So there was no... You couldn't fake anything. Right. Weird disguise. It was almost like coming up with comics because I have six brothers. Right, so right. you were getting roasted every second. And so to keep up with them was hard for me. Here right. is a cakewalk. Wow. Going home. I Irish? Irish. Oh Irish. my God. Like so you're just like negative. the Brennans. Yeah, they're, and they're from outside of Philly as well. I've, I've featured for Kevin, and of course I know Neil for forever right. here. Yeah. But um, yeah. He, they're nine also, 10. right? Neil's the baby of 10. Of 10. Um, and my parents, we grew up in a little South Philly row home, so wow. it's just, and my mom All still lives kids. in that house. Really? <laughs> That's there, great. Are there other comedian Brennans other than uh-huh. Neil and Kevin? No. I know of. No, I don't think so. There was one who worked at the comic strip, and uh, he was an actor. Story. Yeah, he was one of the oh, wow. brothers. And uh, he was an actor. I don't, I don't know what happened then. I've only met Kevin. He's a little nutty, and I love that. Uh, very so, angry on Twitter. Yeah, very I only know him from Twitter, but... I oh, appreciate yeah? his rage. Is he? Yeah. I didn't know. I mean, I know Neil before I knew him, and I knew there that there was ten of them. Mm-hmm. But you know, I do my act. I was featuring for him at, with Benny at Benny oh, no. Club at the Stress Factory. I didn't think anything of it, and I always make fun of having six brothers, whatever. Sure. Teasing my mom for having ten kids, whatever. And he goes, "Who the fuck is this girl with ten kids coming up? And she's from Philly, but she's tougher than me because she's from South <laughs> Philly. But like, so he just." Uh, the first 10 minutes of his ad that's great. Me, and I was like, I feel <laughs> so good. I feel so happy and healthy with the sick Irish 
Irish family. He's so funny. Uh, yeah, so he's demented but funny. They are definitely demented. Yeah, I'm different. <laughs> we're we're really tight, like my family, and I think it's because we grew up in such a close. Like my mom yeah. was a single mom. My dad left when I was like eight. Oh so wow. Like we all kind of. He left. Like, he left nine kids. He left ten of us. Holy cow. Yeah. Good so, dad. Thank God the old That typewriter dad. story, though. You don't have time. That typewriter story. That's why I don't know yeah. anything about it. He just didn't have time for kids. There's so many typewriters <laughs> to fix. Listen, I can't deal with you guys right now. Not, God love him. Did um, you... Uh, I'm still close with him, too. You are? Yeah. He only moved a couple blocks away. He just had to get out of there. <laughs> he didn't have a good malt. Like, right. Keep it away. He couldn't scare you. No cigar. No one taught him the trick. Yeah. He just walked away. I was told... Seven months in, I know the secret already. Yeah. I already feel less stressed out just knowing I can just push them away. Yeah, it's gonna on happen. their choice. Yeah, that's yeah. beautiful. In the eighties, you could just walk away, just farting out loud, yeah. a, a big man fart in this delicate flower room. You go. You're gonna be I'm pushing it. alone. <laughs> I'm gonna get booted. So that must have been weird. Like you, you, so you would see him around. Oh yeah, the only like I always make a joke that I would see him and I'd be like, "Hey, dad, it's me." Me, dad, number eight, dad, and yeah. just keep going. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. He really, it, I honestly, I, I sent my mom Bensu, you know that movie? Yeah. Do you get it in the mail, whatever? So she goes in, she's 78, she's not going to the yeah. movies that much anymore. So I send her all the screeners. I'll probably get arrested for that. But anyway, uh, <laughs> Mom's not she was watching it. it and she's like, hey, I figured out why your dad left. I watched Bensu. So I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Oh, so she, she. You think Dad so was getting an affair? But yeah, he did. He had an affair. Uh, and he was having an affair for, I believe, a while. And then had a baby. No, no other kids, thank God. Because that's what that, happened. That's in yeah, she, not that she. Oh, she got pregnant. She, and she died. She, yeah, in fences. That's right. right. But my, and they and then she raised that. Baby. Right. That's something my mom would have done too. Yeah, but, one more. Who cares? Yeah, my mom would have kept them. Yeah. She, she was telling a story. My older sister um, used to run a daycare, and there was a young girl. She was black and white, and um, her parents both worked. So my sister used to bring her home all the time, like for the weekend. She would do like longer babysitting. Right. And in my neighborhood, it was very, very racially. Right. South Philly, Divided. very segregated. Yeah. Very. So my my mom, an old neighbor who hadn't been in the neighborhood for a while, was driving by, and she had heard that my mom had another baby, which this happens all the time. Sure. You know? And this was number ten. This was my little sister Edie. So uh, she hadn't been there for a while. She just went, oh yeah, drive by, and then she waved to my mom, and my mom was sitting on the step rocking Chrissy, this little <laughs> black girl, and my mom. My mom was like, oh, she probably thinks they're coming out black now. It's all right. <laughs> you know? But and she always worried, like, this isn't this yeah. isn't crazy. It's it, is, it really is fences. Yeah, like, it really is close to fences. But she said there was a line in the play mm-hmm. that Denzel Washington said that she never thought of. That maybe my dad, it was just too much. Went in that line where he says something along the lines of, um, I'm going to mess up August Wilson's words. Go ahead. It was basically like, this was too tough. He wasn't having any. She made him feel special and fun, and it wasn't stress. Like, where's the money? Where's the food? Where's the this? Where's the that? You know. Right. And yeah, I think uh, there's a lot of guys that I think roll with that. Theory. Every guy rolls with that. A lot of comedians. When we watched it, my wife was like, "Get over yourself." Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's it's not I fun. Yeah. I, it's not, not fun. fun. I remember I had a friend who was uh, going off on the side. He had they had a bunch of kids, and it was kind of a mess, and. He was seeing some girl on the side, and I remember him saying, and everything's cool, everything, they 
but I remember at one point he said, uh, she's just the coolest. Like she reads, like she, cool. she reads and hangs out and talks about books and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, cause she has no she children. She has no kids to watch. Yeah. She's not, she's not watching your kids. Yeah. So. <laughs> right, That's exactly. how I felt. I was like, screw him. He doesn't think, of course it's hard. It's hard. Yeah. To yeah. No one's enjoying themselves. That's yeah. why we're here. You're stuck. Yep. <laughs> Yeah. He wanted 12. He got 10. He was like, no, you know what? <laughs> Change of plans. Guys, Oops. I'm going to tag out. This was harder than I thought. Yeah. See you guys. Yeah. That, that dozen plan was a terrible idea. <laughs> yeah, it sounded I, cool in yeah. the bar. I regret Go making that decision. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm never pulling out again. Oh, God. Thank God. I have more kids. I do worry. Sometimes I meet people and I'm like, no. Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. Like, one of them's Neil Brennan. <laughs> Imagine if my dad had 10 other kids. Oh, my God. Else, I mean, that's yeah. the sitcom right there. Yeah. The other You got to really max the exhausted it out. guy. <laughs> and they all have to live with each other yep. at the end of the pilot. Yes. 10 and 10. Yes. Yeah, I was, I was listening to your special. Uh, what is it called? The mule? Human mule. Human mule. That's it. And uh, when you were talking about going to Disneyland or Disneyland, mm-hmm. which one do you go to? The real one or the, the Disneyland? Yeah, here, yeah. They, they call that the fake one. But is I that true? It was the first it's the one. new one. I yeah. yeah, the right one. Yeah. But that one. That one's better. It's the it's the better it's younger brother. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. It's like I... Neil Brennan the cabin brother. <laughs> 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 we should call it that. Disneyland versus your Disney World. And so, I'm uh, telling them tomorrow at the audition. <laughs> yes. By the way, your Disney World, just so you know, your brother's Thank Disneyland. You. He might have been first, but you're bigger and better. <laughs> <laughs> and we enjoy it. Um, but yeah, you were talking about that. And I was thinking, wow, people go on vacation with their kids. We didn't do that. Right. Yeah. We would go to Wildwood, New Jersey. Right. And my aunt had a store house, but she also had 10 kids. Wow. So it was a... Yeah. It was just a tribe met a tribe, and we had a meeting. That's amazing, though. Wow. Those must have been good times, though. I can remember sleeping, like, head to feet. Yeah. Where they would just pile the Slave ship style. Sunburns. Yeah. Sunburned bug bites. (laughs) That's so great. That's That's amazing. But But I think about that all the time, like, with with my kids. It's like, you eat, we order in maybe, like, two or three times a week. You go out to eat. You go on vacations. You do all that stuff. It's like... Going like to McDonald's was a huge deal. It was like yeah. we're going out, yeah. or like we're ordering a pizza in. It was like, wh- whose birthday is it? Now it's so common. It's, yeah, just do it. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm one of five kids, and I remember like people would talk about like the fancy restaurant they were going to. It was like you know two kids, whatever, and be like, we're not going there. There's no way we're going there. There's no way mom and dad are paying for seven people to eat at that place. No way. Like, Get. Called up the Pizza Hut. We're going to get three large pizzas delivered and devour it and feel like we were yeah. living life. And if there was ever like a party or a reason that you did end up in that restaurant, your father was like, no, no, no. Yeah, you're yeah. not or- I'll Kids you- menu yeah, for yeah. all of you. No, you're not getting a steak. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah. <laughs> Chickens. Everyone's getting, Everyone's yeah. getting chicken. You've got waters. <laughs> yeah. You've got waters, yeah. Yeah, he took us to, my dad would take us out on Thursday nights. That was our big night. That was yeah. dad's night? Yeah, and we would go to... Um, how do you take how do you take out 10 kids well the upper half was kind of over him already so basically the bottom the the lower right the top four were like yeah yeah, traveling yeah what do you got like an econo van (laughs) (laughs) take the family out (laughs) 
so load in the back. Yeah, we're going. <laughs> and my, and my Fish friends and chips. used to make fun of us. Like, where are you guys going? Why are you sitting there? I'm like, Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Debbie smoking with the windows up. Yeah, let's go, Dad. Every restaurant <laughs> moving tables together. The wait staff's like, fuck <laughs> this family. <laughs> <laughs> you know they're not tipping. <laughs> oh my Irish God, I scum. My dad did. I didn't yeah, you're trying. Dad was Polly Shore on that crap. Can't carry, yeah. Wait, staff, dude, I didn't like it, bro. Sorry. <laughs> I think he did. I hope he did. I'll be he might have. But yeah, you, I never even think of that. Yeah. My, my older sister was a waitress. You know, everybody worked night in the service industry right. one way or another. Sure. So it's just like cash yeah, money. We always either lifeguards or waitresses. South Philly lifeguards. Like, there's so many sitcom ideas on this podcast. It's really it's blowing up. Pitch those to Neil when you go. Both of us are going to pitch it to Neil. Lifeguards just Why hanging out. You have a callback for a commercial or the first one for a call? It's callback. Uh, callback. Call yeah. Can't they just give it to you? Why do you got to go back? I know. It's so I know. Who needs Dude, a callback really? for a commercial? Let's see what she looks like again in this. <laughs> right, Exactly. Is yeah. she a mom or is she a okay. grandma? Well, in the first time, it's always just some guy who you will end up seeing at the callback, and he's just operating a camera. Right. You're like, oh, so this guy's going to get the part, probably. <laughs> right. Because he's definitely <laughs> calling himself back. Uh, good Lord. You have a message coming in? No, I don't pay anything. It was already, he left our producer, so uh-huh. he's just telling me to turn it off when we're done. <laughs> really? So Top of the line. Very brave Where does yeah. he have to go? Professional. He's a comic, so he probably has a Oh, that's funny. So like, yeah, I'm going to go and uh, figure it out. Have a good time. Yeah, you can turn it. We're probably not recording. <laughs> Still fun to hang out. Don't say that because it happened with Greg Fitzsimmons. Yeah. And Dave Taylor. Yeah. I was so embarrassed with Fitzsimmons. Dave Taylor, we all worked here yeah. together. I don't even know if you know Dave. Yeah. Real, real tall guy. Right. Um, but, so we were like, ah, we'll have Dave back. Right. But Greg, we were like, yeah, kind of like he was all promoting really his. Uh, he, he was all promoting oh, his uh, a, a charity benefit uh, stuff. Oh, brutal! <laughs> so we do it like an hour and twenty nah, minutes. That's all right. Like, eh. Yeah, you guys, that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> a little Irish. Yeah, way. we'll do it another time. <laughs> the rage just hanging right under. You can just tell. Yeah. <laughs> Furious. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> Son of a bitch. So were you out here working like the improvs and stuff like that when you? How long have you been you in L.A.? Yeah. No, I never did. I never met Mitzi, no. No. Um, I was working Comedy Magic Club. I came out in uh, in 2004. Like 2002, 2004. And uh, I'd done a spot on Conan. And uh, the people at NBC saw it and asked if uh, I had any ideas for a show. And then we started... We got, I moved it along and got to do a pilot with them. So that started bringing me out, and that was 2004. And then we were back and forth. We kept our place in New York and just went back and forth for years. And uh, we lived there solid for like three in the middle of it, kept my place here, and then we switched it and then did more here than there. And just went back and forth for a long time. And I just shut down New York like three years ago. Oh wow! And because uh, you know, once the kids are bigger, they want friends. Yeah, they you know, st- want to stay in the same school. Yeah, they yeah. like their yeah. teachers. <laughs> yeah. And uh, at one point, my youngest was like, "You know, I've been the new kid every year." I was like, "Oh, Damn it. oh <laughs> all right." I'm a bad father. I get it. Jeez, why don't you just say it? Yeah, they were having That's fun brutal. for a while, but 
So then, uh, so I've been solid here for like the last three. But I've been back and forth forever. So when I would first come out, I would do uh, the improv and the comedy magic club a lot. Mm. It was and a fun club. It was fun. And uh, traffic wasn't as bad as it is now. Like literally, it changed. in the time, in just that time from when I started coming out, Till now, it's like I would go down there, no sweat from yeah. Studio City. Like, it's like you know, a half hour drive. Now it's an hour ten at least to get down there to do a spot. It's... I live, I live right. I live in Sherman Oaks, right, basically where the one hundred and one and the four hundred and five meet. Right, and it's a guaranteed hour, no an matter hour. what day it is. Yeah, just I, I mean, it's brutal. I'm, I'm forty feet from the on ramp. Yeah, I get on that freeway and then I just sit. Sit, and it's like brutal. It's such a shame because it's such a good club. And it's fun. Yeah, and I, I when I first moved to L.A., I moved out in uh, two thousand two. Right. I lived in Manhattan Beach because I came from Kansas and yeah. I just figured by the beach, it's by the yeah. beach, yeah. I want to be by the beach, of and it's, it's all L.A., right? Yeah. And so, and then you get it, an audition. It takes you three days. Yeah, to get it would take me forever. <laughs> yeah, it was the worst. But yeah. that that was like the only convenient place, and they would never let me perform. So wow. I, I was terrible, so <laughs> well, I can't argue with their <laughs> yeah. decision making. But <laughs> they were making the right call. I, yeah, I, I once I got better. I remember talking to the manager and be like, well, yeah, send in your avails or whatever. We'll give you spots. And at that point, I lived up here. I lived uh, like two blocks from here. That's, yeah. That's still rough. A, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll do it. And then. It really is a shame. You know, I mean, it really. Again, coming home is nothing. Coming home, I had right. like 20 yeah. minutes, half hour, no yeah. problem. But so I was doing that for a long time. Then uh, Laugh Factory and UCB for a while. I think that's why I saw you in the Laugh Factory. Yeah. Oh, that's nice of you. <laughs> I was, and I really like that Jamie's. I really like Jamie. He's a good guy, and uh, and then uh, always tears me down that Jamie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then started coming here over the last like couple. And now I'm like I haven't even. Now it's here in Largo mostly. Oh, Largo's great. Yeah, and uh, it's really fun and very different. It mm-hmm. really is totally different. You know, the crowds are different. The acts are different. But they get great crowds and great acts. Yeah, no, it's 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 really fun, but it's but it's funny like oh that shift like you just kind of yeah whatever's comfortable and you like at that time. I remember at one point I was at a UCB and Bob Odenkirk. I was like I had to run out to go do a Laugh Factory spot. I was like, why would you go there? Why? <laughs> why would you do that? I'm like, I don't know. Spot's a spot, right? And he's like. I don't think so. <laughs> Not anymore. Yeah. If, if you're an open micer, I guess. But. Yeah. I forget he does stand up or did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. like he doesn't do the uh, regular circuit, so you don't think of it. Yeah, he, he would be like UCB or Largo kind of a guy, and uh, yeah, really funny and creative. But so funny. Now such a great actor and yeah, he's so good. And yeah, he's so good. But uh, yeah, so I just like bounce around, and this one really feels the most New York to me. Like when New York. The yeah. cellar is where I would just work every yeah. single night. And, like, just, there's, they're just running shows here every night. And it's not like, oh, this is the Asian kids' night and this is a special thing. Someone took right. over the room for the, whatever. Right. It's just a it's show com- every night. Comedy show every night. And it's just so. And comedians. Yeah. And, it's the only place in town that does that. Yeah. And I think we're fortunate here at the store to have the other rooms because if they want to have. Asian, right. They, can have it. they yeah. just put it you know, somewhere like, else. Or the main room yeah. Or yeah. Whatever it is. Because yeah. we do. We used to have theme nights in the belly room. That was her big thing. Right. Uh, my favorite when I first started here was the gay night. It was a Wednesday night, and we would fist fight over that shit because it was like <laughs> yeah, make great money. Right. And it was a constant. Right. You know? And so they did have like a few theme shows. Then she started doing them in the main room. 
This is Mitzi. Yeah. Uh, sure, she would do uh, It's Fun to Be a Jew. Right. And, uh, <laughs> Very creative <laughs> with the names. Yeah. Yeah. Than a thousand Guido. Uh, so classic. Put the red uh, picnic table thing. Oh, that's oh, funny. That's like, great. Oh, <laughs> she just had a vision. That's we, great. Make good money on those yeah. things, too, because remember she would hire to, like, there was this guy, Luca Blanca, and he had a radio connection. So he would do that, and then he would get, like, big names sometimes. Yeah. Irrera would do it. Right. Uh, Dice did it, and he's like, I'm not Italian, I'm Jewish, I do the show. <laughs> yeah, you like, look Italian. Italian enough. But Luca insisted, and then... Um, so it was like this whole thing, whatever. But it was fun because then we'd get crowds. Yeah. Jackie Moriarty used to come. Yeah. All the time. So it was like a cool little extra thing that's during great. the dark year. Right, right. We yeah, did. well, that's we the thing. When you're hustling, year. yeah. I mean, that's that's why at times the improv would, you know, start doing Selling it. And then when, that. yeah, and it's a mistake, though, because the audiences get trained. They yeah. know if they're coming here now that they're going to see a solid show every night. Right. Yeah. And professional community. That, used, that used to and it used to be the improv was that way for a long time. And once you chip away and start yeah. making it an unreliable, unpredictable thing, yeah. you don't have that allegiance. The people don't come. To yeah, see, that's a because yeah, they'll go. I went there a month and a half ago, and it was awful. There was one funny comic, and yeah. then like six people you'll never see again. Yeah, that, and you know that hurts. And that, by the way. It hurt us they won't too. let me yeah. perform on those shows either. <laughs> so, you know, just it's think hard. about letting me be one of those terrible six. Come That's on, Popeyes. Come on, Popeyes. <laughs> Once I get that Popeyes credit, it's easy street for me. His daughter's career is riding on Popeyes. Oh, man. That's good, though. When you, the first year of a year or two of a child, Things start happening for you because you. Uh, How magical tells told me that. Yeah. So we'll see. I'm it's trying, true. I, I baby comes with a. I did my first under each arm. Yeah. <laughs> I did my say. first TV <laughs> appearance. I, I'm on the. I'm dying up here. Yeah. And that happened like a month and a half after the kid was born. It's weird. And I didn't even audition for that. So. The day the the pilot I was talking about that brought me out here from oh, Conan yeah. and all that that was the night that my daughter was born. Wow. Yeah, yeah. it yeah. happens that way. And that was, what was the name of that? Was Come that, to Papa. Come to Papa. Which is the name of my podcast now because the TV show didn't last that long. And it was such a fun <laughs> name. I'm like, I'm going to make this into my podcast. But it's perfect. Come to Papa. Yeah, it's good. Uh, I didn't see the show. No, well, nobody did. Person, but I worked <laughs> years nobody ago. Did. <laughs> nobody what did. year was it? It was four episodes in the summer. They just burned it off God, after it. different presidents changed and <laughs> there was a whole story there. But What, uh, what year was it when that was on? 2006, probably. Oh, okay. Something like that. Oh, yeah. It wasn't so long ago. Okay. Yeah, you know. <laughs> but yeah. that, no, but I remember the name of it. And now that you call your podcast that, I guess that's yeah. why I think of it like, oh, yeah. Yeah, come to Papa. Yeah, together. it's just that thing. I love just your <laughs> eyes peeking out. Yeah. Because when you record stuff, too. Yeah, it's just, my Instagram. <laughs> that's my favorite. Yeah. It's so much. Your, your a photo comes out so much nicer if you don't see your weak, expressionless <laughs> mouth. If you just do the eyes up, it's always a good shot. Yeah. And it makes you down, wonder. It's like, what? I, this guy's a mess. I want more. What's what, right. what am I yeah. not seeing? Yeah. He must be having a good time. Yeah. <laughs> or he's or he's the creepy guy looking in a window. Either yeah. way, I like it. <laughs> Either way, I'm going with it. Yeah, because I see I see you do. I don't know if it's. Instagram? Oh, maybe it's all things comedy because you're on all things comedy. Yeah. So I see it on their websites where you're like doing. All yeah, the logo, but the Instagram yeah. is yeah. It's on but the you Instagrams. do videos like in the green room. 
in the main room, and I was, and you're like, this place is haunted. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Places. Yeah, you must have some good haunted stories. Um, we a lot of it we set up. Uh huh. Because it was, I mean, I would hear things or whatever. I I've gotten like been in the main room, ladies' room, and it's gotten freezing cold. Where I'm like, oh shit. Right. I brought one of the comics. I was watching one of the comics' dogs. This is how slow we were. I was watching his dog while he was on stage. And <laughs> while uh, you were waiting tables. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they get, I had a lot of chores. <laughs> I would babysit. Uh, some of the girls would bring their kids. We would leave them in the kitchen, and the waitresses would take turns watching them. Funny. Um. And now I'm. It's, it's like, hilarious. It's gonna be twenty one. I'm like, you, you <laughs> no. don't ever call me again. And yeah. I'm like, Shit. <laughs> but um. So yeah, we would do all kinds of stuff. But I took the dog in. And his name was Bark Dog. Right. And comics. Great name. Very creative. Good writing. (laughs) The dog went in there, and as soon as I brought him in, he was like, and freaked out and went flying down Sunset. No idea. Really? How that dog saw? I was like, Todd's going to kill me because his dog is sprinting down Sunset. I can't catch him. Did he come back? Yeah, finally. Finally, Todd came off stage and was yelling. Was it the Todd? Yeah, the Todd. The Todd. That's as close to a ghost story as I have. Is that Todd? Guy. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> was he bad news? He went. He went crazy. Uh, oh yeah, he, legit. He had, yeah. He had a, a lobotomy. Oh. He was like one of the last people in America. Oh my god. Have, he had he- like a yeah. It was a lobotomy. I just know he, he was like he sold blow to like Robin Williams and these guys in the eighties. Wow. He, he's there's a headshot in the front hall of the original room of Robin Williams standing with some guy. Uh huh. So one night I asked Argus, I go, well, who's this guy in this photo? And he's like, Oh, that's the Todd. And I'm like, Who's the Todd? And so he tells me this whole story. This guy used to sell blow. Yeah. He, he went crazy, so he doesn't come come around anymore. He's very funny. Jeez. So yeah. He was? Oh yeah. So yeah. then one night this. I'm working the door here. That was my when I started here. I worked the door, and this nice older lady came up to the back, which was already out of place because at that point right. we never we didn't have people in the shows ever. Yeah, and the people who came around were basically like not nice. addicts and like crazy <laughs> yeah. people, just attracted to blinking lights on a black building. Yeah, yeah. And so this uh, this nice old lady comes up to the back door, and she's like, "I'm looking for my son." Okay, well, what's he look like? Well, he has a beard. He used to be a comic here. He has some mental problems now, but usually when he runs off or gets lost, sometimes he shows up here. Uh-huh. I was like, well, I haven't seen anyone. Um, so then a little lo- little later, Don Barris shows up, and he's like, yeah, so I was hanging out with Todd, and <laughs> we were at Amoeba, and the next <laughs> thing you know, he had ran off, and I don't know where he went. I'm just like, Okay. <laughs> Uh, so don't really think anything of it. Just like it's fun. Don's hanging out with the crazy guy, yeah. and to, he escaped. Basically, was the <laughs> yeah. the plot. Um, and so then, about four hours go by, and we close up. And part of my duty was to go turn the power off the switchboards in the main room. So I go back to the fuse box, or whatever, in the green room, uh-huh. and I walk, open the door, and lights are all out. And I turn the light on, and there's just a dude standing in the corner, facing the corner. No. And I just freak out. I'm just like, what the fuck? And I go running out of there. Ah. And I go to the manager's office. I'm like, there's a fucking dude in there. And, and Bro. Manager is this guy, Dean, at the time. He's like Paulie's buddy from yeah. high school. Together, yeah. He's just like, dude, what are you talking about? I'm like, there's a fucking crazy guy in there. <laughs> he's like, is it Todd? I'm like, 
I hope it's Todd. Yes. <laughs> That's the only explanation that isn't going to end with me murdered. So we go back oh, in there, weird. and he's just still standing in there. Just lights had come on. Five minutes oh had gone by. God. So then we you know, called so, Todd's mom. And what's so scary about that story <laughs> is so that <laughs> it shows how sick we all are in a way because like he he's, he goes crazy, has mental problems, gets a lobotomy. And his brain's just like, I have to go back go to, to the, the comedy, comedy store. Yeah. I know. I have. It's the only place you could do. Comedy store. They'll, they'll I, still accept me there. I saw a thing on uh, Alzheimer's on uh, HBO, and this guy was like a clown. And he would do like, he had a little TV show, and then he became like a live clown at like birthday parties and stuff. And he's losing it. He's in his 80s, and he's has Alzheimer's. And every day, as around 4 o'clock, the sun starts going down a little bit. He starts getting ready for his show. He hasn't had a show in years. He starts oh. getting his things and talking to his wife, going over a set list. Yeah, I think I might try this one tonight. She's and she has it all together. Yeah, yeah. Hong Kong. And she's like, Yeah, good for you, honey. I think they'll uh, love that. Uh, and he's still just like us with the set list, yeah. getting ready. And then she would just walk him into his bedroom and lay him on the bed, and he'd go to sleep until the Jesus. next day. But you're just so used to doing spots all the time. Yeah, that that's all your that, brain his, knows to his do. His mind. He's walking around sunset. He's yeah. like, It's dark. It's pretty close to midnight. I should probably head to the comedy store. Where else am I gonna go? Yeah. Oh. Oh. And, you know, you know what? Probably have a spot in the main room tonight. I see all the lights have turned off. I'll just go backstage and get ready. He was oh, I, so sick. Oh, That's oh, what Mitzi would call him back then. He's an he, OR guy. He's an OR, OR guy? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The like the sh- thing. That was a higher level. That was the higher level stuff. Right. And Todd was this, did all this crazy, bizarre Blow. Right. Oh, oh, yeah. And, yeah, he, I mean, he was funny. He would destroy. He would, room. yeah. yeah. But then when he went a little nutty, I felt bad because he would come here, he would stand in the kitchen sometimes, and he would just take the glasses off the bar and just uh, slam them on the floor. And so geez. I would um, you know, I'd try to be real Listen, sweet. Listen, uh, <laughs> Listen, we're broke. And, um, <laughs> oh. We can't afford that. He's going to get mad. Like It's so weird. Like, when people always say, like, when they yeah. see the pictures in the hallway of, like, oh, my God, it's so scary. Like, what happened to these people? Yeah. That's going to be awesome. <laughs> yeah. But... So glad my picture's not on the wall. There's a story behind every everybody every you don't everyone is yeah. like went crazy on drugs, yep. chased women, died, died. became yeah. a weatherman. Right. Yeah. Fritz is up there. <laughs> Fritz is still going. Every time I see Barry Sobel's photo, I'm just haunted. Just the scariest moments. Because he's my standing life. behind you. Always. <laughs> oh, Jesus, Barry, what are you doing here? Looking at my shot, huh? <laughs> God, you're a young man. You want to hear me do it as a black guy? Yeah. <laughs> well, we, we've set up like jokes where we had a manager. Some comics, oddly enough, came in as a manager. Yeah. So we would like mess around and set while he was closing things, we would knock things over. Yeah. And you'd see him run out. Like, please, please, no. <laughs> That's so like, good. So stuff like that we preyed on. Yeah. But there were little things like I'd be sitting in Mitzi's office doing work with her. And the radio would just go off or on. Right. And she'd be like, Jesus Christ, screaming at them. I'm like, it's like they're going to listen. Yeah, that's just, great. They want the music on. They like the music. There it goes. So, yeah, Carl LeBeau is a great guy to have on. We had him on, and he tells insane stories. Like really? Ghost yeah. Stories. Uh, that's they great. Here. Yeah. yeah. And, and they were really high. And they, I was going to say, yeah. and they were really high. I've never met anyone who has a, I saw a ghost sober story. <laughs> right. Exactly. So, <laughs> so uh, I was sober. 
dig yeah. deep enough and you realize. Yeah, <laughs> everyone is. It's always like, and and there is a hundred percent spirits there, and you could you could feel them. And I was on so much blow. It was crazy. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, exactly. Wait, hold on. hold on. You were feeling the energy, were you? Okay. All right, guys. I gotta go do a yeah, show. Yeah, I noticed. I'm like, oh, um, shoot. Do you? Uh, do you have Twitter, all that stuff? Yep, on Tom Pop on Twitter and uh, and Instagram. Okay, and uh, come to Papa is my podcast that's every week, and, uh, and then I also do these live shows. Come to Papa, which is like a Prairie Home Companion kind of a show. Oh, I do that once a month, and that comes out on Sirius and the podcast. So, oh, cool. all right, yeah, check it out. Thanks, Thanks for, for having me, on. guys. This is really cool. It, I'm glad it finally worked out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great, and. Uh, you I'll know, come back again. You can always hang out down here if you want to get away this, from the people. I have to. I'm, I'm not kidding when I say this is more comfortable waiting for a spot than up there. <laughs> That's true. So I, up there, I have to pretend to be reading my notes, but people won't talk to me here. You just kind of hang yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> no one's looking down. Just burn bridges. That's that's how I stay away. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. I'm Rick Ingram. Come to the comedy store. Bye, guys. <laughs>